we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Good morning and welcome to Morning Java, brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where they are serving you at your car, curbside delivery. I am joined by Ramon Foster in Hendersonville, Tennessee. And Ramon, you are the money guy. And, and you know I know what you mean by that. Every team has a money guy. And there was one day in Latrobe, where I, remember I was standing off the side of Chuck Knoll Field, and everybody was doing the warm-ups. This wasn't that long ago, doing the stretching <laughs> and so forth. And you know what I'm going to say here. And you yell out, somebody got paid. <laughs> Who got paid? I can't even remember. <laughs> but it was three years ago or so. It was somebody... Cam, I think. Oh, it was it Cam. It was Cam. It was and you Cam. yell out, Cam got paid. And everyone goes, woo. Except for Coach. Coach sees like he's just t- totally straight face, just walking, stepping between you guys like nothing. He yeah. can't hear it. He can't hear. He's not paying any attention. You're the money guy. Every yeah. team's got a money guy. They know what everybody's making. Yeah. They know what everybody around the league is making, and that's the guy that I want being my union rep. <laughs> yes. What made you the money guy? You know what, man? To be honest with you, I've always – once I learned that the game is also a business, that part of it became serious to me too because I was like, well, there's there's a system to how this happened. And truth be so I love seeing guys getting paid. I don't care if you're getting a one-year one – I don't care if you're coming back to minimum, you're getting something, okay? And I hate seeing guys lose money too, okay, through whatever. So I I do love that. But everybody, every player in their career has this aha moment where they realize it's more than just a game. It's a business. And because of those reasons right there, I always made it my point to realize, okay, well, what does the market say this is going to go? Or how does this actually work? There is an actual system to how that works also. So I, it, in my article, you'll see it, it shows that it, I never just wanted to be one thing. I wanted to have a well-rounded uh, career in saying that I was versed in a lot of different things. Yep. And hopefully that pays off in other avenues. Everybody, if you ask around, ask baseball, ask, ask your hockey guys, ask your football guys, when was your aha moment to show that this is more than just a game? That's a great point. That's a great point. And, and, and people realize that. I'll tell you when my aha moment was. When Patrick Mahomes <laughs> for 10 years, 
450 million. There's actually a possibility for him to get even more out of that deal. Uh, I saw so Richard, 503. Yeah, five. Yeah, it's 503. If there's other things that kick in. Wow. Um, and you know what? He he is exactly what he is. And the Chiefs just had their seminal moment. I mean, they they yeah. obviously hadn't hadn't won a Super Bowl since the 1960s. And everyone's feeling it. And isn't that how these deals come together? And I don't mean to make it sound like a common deal. It's literally the richest contract in sports history, yes. passing Mike Trout's deal with the Angels. Uh, but that's how it happens. Everyone's feeling it in that moment. Yeah. Everyone. It is. And it's always one or two players a year that you're like, oh, man, this is crazy. Like, he got that. They got that. They're giving that out for this position now. But I, I think Pat Mahomes had his moment probably late last year in the playoffs. Before they got beat, who was it by the Patriots? And they realized they had something. And then those numbers started coming out about how, man, he might be the first player to get 40. You know, he might be the first player to do this. Or how much is he going to get? And I think this year was a testament to him believing in that and realizing that, man, I can be the biggest star in this game since, I hate to say it, not really, but, but since Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's right now carrying the whole NFL shield on his back. And I don't say that with, with no disrespect to other guys, but his business moment that he's just receiving right now, he's basically putting the league on his back. And if you are a realist about who he is and what he did at such a young age, then you're like, okay, yeah, it's deserved. I hadn't seen anybody say he didn't deserve that. Oh, no, no, no. And you won't either. And you won't. If you look at the, the, uh, just the impact on the Kansas City franchise, setting aside the Super Bowl, but the certainty that they have knowing that he's going to spend in all likelihood his whole career there. Yes. Uh, whether it comes to 10 years, once you've been someplace for that long, as you well know, you don't mm -hmm. have an inclination to be shopping around, you know? <laughs> no. And, 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 they, and they know that they have that. And they also know, by the way, I also saw, Ramon, a couple of cases already in, in just the, the handful of hours since it happened of people saying, you understand that toward the end of that deal, Kansas City's actually going to be doing okay with it, right? <laughs> yeah. that, and that's smart. And what's, what's, what's wild, I saw somebody say earlier, it's actually a former player, said, I've rarely seen a deal that was beneficial for the player and the team. Yeah. And this one seems very beneficial for him and the team because if you look at the length in, in which the deal is and how much they want the growth of the league to be, that deal is probably going to sit still in the middle of the field of quarterback pay. And well, yeah, they're approaching – Moan, they're approaching 40 now. Yes. Quarterbacks are approaching 40 as it is. It turns out Mahomes was the one that broke, broke the barrier here, but it's not like they were that far off to begin with, in including, I might add, the local quarterback. Exactly. Ben is no. cashed in on that too. And there's nobody fault but those guys because they are a product that everybody wants to see. Ben for a while was the face of the NFL. You know, he's a young guy winning Super Bowls that quick in the league. And, you know, you have a guy like Mahomes who's coming in and doing it his way. And Brady is another guy. Brady never got the paycheck, but you know, the off the field money for him was insane. Oh, yeah. But contract money, this, this is amazing and i'm glad to see it and uh, it also bodes to a other side of the game that well if they're paying him this much each year then how are they going to surround him with talent mm -hmm. and for me after reading a, a little bit this past weekend i think kansas city is going to let uh 
Andy Reid do his thing as far as him being the offensive coach, but they're going to find ways to work around that cap in a sense of money ball. And I'm not sure how prevalent it is now in the NFL, but playing money ball of saying, what can we get out of this guy before we have to pay him? Because Patrick Mahone is taking up 20% of the cap or whatever it is. You -hmm. know, I think it goes even farther with his star, uh, his stardom, and just across the board. The funny story, my son wanted a jersey for Christmas. Patrick Mahomes jersey, okay? I've never seen this kid more excited about getting a jersey than his. It was so crazy. He wore it all day on Christmas. So what we had to tell him, hey, Miles, take the jersey off, okay? I know you love it. But he's, he's one of those players where I was okay with it because he's doing it the right ways. I, I, I hate to use the analogies of it. He's a clean guy and, and, and. But yeah. he fits he fits in that circle of he he did it right. Yeah. Also, he's not in the AFC North. So And he's not in the AFC good. North. Good luck, Titans. Oh no, no, that's AFC West. Good luck, uh Chargers. <laughs> Chargers Raiders, yeah. Okay, so the quarterback does take up uh, a significant percentage of the cap, again, including in Pittsburgh. Yeah. However, However, to me, if you have your ideal scenario, and I'm not going to play amateur Omar Khan here with you here, <laughs> but if you have an ideal scenario, don't you have a world-class defense with a lot of young guys that have not yet gotten paid, okay? Like, I don't know, Minka Fitzpatrick and people like that, okay? Yeah. You have all those guys on that side of the ball – and on the offensive side, you have the franchise quarterback. Isn't that your dream cap scenario in the NFL? I think so. Um, if you Because truth be told, defenses do aid, I would think, a lot more in, in a uh, championship. Kansas City realized that when they got Frank Clark. Okay? That was a huge addition. So now it was willing to let go one of their own D4 go in order to get Frank Clark because they knew what he would bring to a defense. And then in the season, we're getting Terrell Suggs, who yeah. you and I know made some plays in a championship game that was very, very crucial. Because he's Terrell Suggs still. He can't move like he used to. Uh, no, nobody can as they get older, but he still knew what to do, and he sure wasn't going to be overwhelmed by the situation. You know what I mean? Thank you. <laughs> That, that makes the most sense to me. I just knew he was going right back to, uh, to Baltimore. Toy, what was that, week 17? No. Andy Reid convinced him, and it was a smart convince that, hey, we need you on this defense because if we get you for cheap, because remember, he's, he was on a low deal in Arizona. Yeah, he was. Or, mm-hmm. or at least they only had to pay him for one week and playoff checks are paid uh, from uh, TV money. A pool, yeah, right. They're paid from a pool. I think, as you said, that is the ideal situation. Only thing that I beg to say is you got to have a receiving core or some speed still. Yeah, I, That's the only other hiccup I think you need on offense. And to be able to – there's three things I think you need. You need a quarterback who is the franchise. It's going to take a lot, of the, 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 a lot of the salary cap. A solid receiver, and you need some guys able to protect them. Unless you have a side-to-side gadget, play-action type of offense. It dep- if you're a drop back offense, pro style offense, I think you do need to invest in your uh, RJ. 
You do need to close the door. Close the door. You do need to invest in your uh, offensive line. But if you're an offense the way, um, uh, say, San Francisco, um, let's say uh, Houston, but they've also paid Tunsil uh, a Brinks truck also. So those three on offense, I think you do need very, very much, and they need to be compensated. Well, aren't the, the in, 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 you know, swinging back to the Steelers again, I mean, I, I kind of like the way their cap is structured at the moment because, you know, if you're looking at the, the receivers, you're right. You do want to have the good receivers, but at the same time, uh, in Pittsburgh, none of the receivers has gotten paid yet, but that doesn't mean they're not, yeah. they're not effective. A lot of cases, your younger receivers, and as we just saw in Kansas City, by the way, can get the job done. Um, and, and yeah. again, that's that's why I look at I you know okay, in Pittsburgh as as you know better than anybody, yeah. Ben's protected. Ben's protected in part because the offensive line got paid. Uh, yeah. But Ben also has wide receiver options, and not one of them is on some mega contract. No. And, and I, I mean, again, this is you know, I, I just I I, I I like the look of it, you know. Uh, it is a cap structure. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I, I do understand. But I, but but as you said, the 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 bulk of everything about your team goes to the defense. More of that goes to the defense. You have a huge chunk going to the quarterback on offense and one or two other players. But yes, having you a a cam a to it a freaking Devin Bush, who's a young guy, Vince Williams on the second contract, but then you get a Steve Nelson and Joe. He- I, that is a very solid defense. And if yes. you're smart, you, you mimic that in a whole lot of different ways. And then you got your young, there's always one group. And I think our young group that's not paid yet is the safeties, but they're good talents. Yeah. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to eventually come to come to the point where, I can't even picture paying Minka. Either. He's everything and more. That kid is, he has a confidence about him, but you don't hear him speaking about himself. And that is one of the most beautiful things. You, he challenged other positions to be as good as him, man. And it was amazing to see them take off even more when he came into the fold. I had, I had one, my very first impression, first time I spoke with him after the trade, I came away with one word in my head, adult. Yes. I'm like, wait a second. I thought, I thought they were getting some kid from Miami. <laughs> Who's this? No. That's a grown-up. And, and then he's dealing with the uh, – they weren't trying to shelve him in Miami, but he, he dealt with a bunch of – Yeah. I, I don't want it's, to – it's political. I don't want to, you know, step on anybody else's toes, but it, uh, it wasn't a happy situation for him. And it because all worked of that, out. He, he got some bad rep, and he got to Pittsburgh. Yep. At some point, Mink is going to get paid. TJ is going to get paid. Yes. <laughs> okay, like how do you write that in all capital letters here? Yes. With all due respect to Minka, TJ was just he, – he arguably should have been DPOY uh, this past season. Yes. Um, if you're the Steelers – Ben still has another year in 2021 or whatever, but do you start even like, do you start having salary cap priorities in your head? And that's not to suggest you go Ben or this or that or whatever. But now if you're bringing Ben back at age 40 or age 41 or whatever else it is here, maybe you're keeping yourself from keeping TJ and Minka and so forth. You see what I'm saying here? 
Yeah, I, I do. It's it's the number games. They can get real thin with the line that you're going to play with. If we keep them or if he – not even if the, if we keep them, if he wants to play. Does he want to play? That That's actually the bigger variable in all of this, isn't it? Does he want to play? And you know him like I know him, just like everybody else in the city. He's a competitor. If there's anything left in the tank, I think he does play. So, with that, the question is, do you pay him or TJ? I uh, Ben's a winner, and I think he understands the winning of the team is more important than what you do uh, personally. With that being said, I don't know if Ben takes another just uh, – I think his last one was like two for 68 we were talking about. Does he take another just 34, or does he want a pay increase? Does he want to chase the rings and, and sacrifice taking less to get Minka, to get uh, TJ under contract? I mean, Cam is up due, too. Very, very soon, I think. Well, let's not leave out that let's 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 presume that on offense, which would be nearer and dearer to his heart, uh, that let's say that Juju just completely busts out, just goes completely nuts. Yeah. And you say you're the Steelers, all right, look, we're we're not letting them go. And we're not just gonna say, you know, you you can walk away here at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, that's when you're, as a quarterback, that's when you start feeling a little bit more generous, a little more, more inclined to, all right, look, that guy makes my life and my job easier. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and then on top of that, too, I think Dave is coming up very soon, too. Yes, and he if is. I'm not mistaken, Alejandro has one more left. So there's a lot of moving parts that's going to happen to go go on moving forward. You got to ask yourself, okay, well, do they sign Terrell back also to make it happen? Do you let to it go or in a trade there's a lot of different scenarios me knowing the still isn't on the business side i know ben has buttered my bread for a very long time and you gotta take care of him but you also got to come to him and say hey if you want to chase rings three four five we gotta be able to make a compromise and that compromise is you either staying at 34 or taking a dip and most guys don't like to take a dip um but me knowing Ben, he's a team guy, and winning is what he wants to do on Sundays. Uh, I think at the end of the day, though, you pay TJ unless TJ gets paid this August. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no – I mean, TJ is, a, is, is the ultimate no-brainer, I think, in this whole equation. One way or another, you start the conversation with paying TJ. No, I'm not talking about Ben here in general. It just it, it feels like to some extent that some of this will like as as it almost always does in football and in life, it'll kind of play itself out. It does. You know what I mean? Like you'll have things that we think are oh the impossible challenges right now. Someone mm-hmm. will unfortunately get hurt or a performance will nosedive and you'll go, Okay, well then that that, well, that decision was kind of made for us. Or this is better, someone will rise up and you'll say, yeah. Hey, listen. Hey, listen, uh, Steven Nelson, like, we thought he was going to be good. Yeah. We didn't know he was going to be this good. Um, <laughs> and, and maybe we want to make sure that we keep him. And we want to keep other players that perform at, at a high level and your priorities shift around. Uh, it's just, a, you know, I it's guess a, these are the good problems to have. You know? It is. And, and that's what I was going to say. Pittsburgh, for since I've been there, has had – one major problem that a lot of teams really don't have. One is they, their homegrown guys always seem to pan out. 
if you get more than four years with the Steelers, it seems like you always get an opportunity to pan out. You look at Vince, you look at Cam, you look at Tua, you look at TJ, you look at Bud, you look at Ben, you look at Pounce, you look at go across the line. Oh, you keep going. Yeah, you you yeah. you had a long way to go you, there. Yeah, I had a long way to go, and our guys seem to want to stick around for the most part. It's a great problem to have, but it is a tricky one. That cap manipulation is huge. And then every once in a while, I think Javon Hargraves might be the first homegrown guy that got away in recent history. I'm not sure there's been anybody that we lost recently that's been a home guy in Pittsburgh. That you wanted yes. to keep. That you that wanted, we to, wanted keep. to keep, yes. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, who, who wouldn't have minded staying? But, okay. I mean, <laughs> but who do you pay when you got TJ coming up? They had the franchise Bud again. Uh, Mike Hilton's making over three million this year. Uh, Matt Filer's making over three million this year. Ben is, has a big number, and then you got to wonder when are they going to pay Al and Dave? And <laughs> it's a lot. That's a big problem, man. And I know it sounds like kids playing with money at this point, but that's a great problem to have. But it is a headache about every two or three years. No, that's it. There was one on the other side. On, on a teammate of yours played the same position, in fact, in BJ Finney that. Uh, that you could make a very solid argument that, you know, he, he should have been, could have been, whatever it is, retained, and, and it didn't work out that way. Did, Seattle, to his credit, I mean, he, he, he got paid yeah, by Seattle. He did. And, and um, that's one of the, the, the Steelers' biggest issue. I'm not sure if there's any other teams. Maybe Baltimore. Baltimore, because we're a lot alike in a lot of different ways, oh, franchises. so many ways, yeah. But – Homegrown guys usually stay. We don't cherry pick outside of our uh, outside of our team too much. Mike Mitchell was the biggest signing we probably had in recent history. Besides, I mean, other than after that, getting Joe and Minka was a trade. I mean, think about mm -hmm. in recent right. history. Who, who? I think the guy before that was uh, James Ferrier. Yeah, it's been like the, the Morgan Burnett and people like that. It hasn't been like super super big names. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if it's if I'm a GM. I signed TJ because DJ is a leader of that defense. He gets people going. You need a play, he's getting a play, man. And yeah. I know there's no no disrespect to Ben, and it's just how business goes, I guess. Okay.